0: Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old-school grind with that new-school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Amar. And before we get started, please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. With that being said, I have an amazing person, an amazing friend. Her name is Erin Hawkins, who is an attorney and coach who empowers people to improve their quality of life by improving their mindsets. The approaches and strategies Erin uses are based on her combined legal, spiritual, and personal development experience. Our belief influences our actions, according to Erin. So as a thought leader, Erin's goal is to equip as many people with the tools to set set them up into and out of faith as p- fast as possible. With that being said, I don't know if I jacked that last part out. Welcome to the Leader's Life podcast, Erin Hawkins. How are you? Sister Hi, ben.
1: Amar. I love you, love you, love you so much. The last part is equip as many people with the tools to step out on and lean into faith.
0: There we go. Hooked on Phonics did not work for me, obviously. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> silly. Erin. So let me just give you guys a little background of Erin before we talk about her, her her just amazing power and her just what she does well. Erin, it was a part of just a great friend of mine from the the mastermind that we are part of with Rob Dial and Dean. And from there, I've seen I've seen so many different versions of Erin. And to see her growth from like years to now. Now she has an amazing badass podcast we're going to talk about. She's just doing a lot of amazing things. But before we get into that, Erin, can you please, please, please. Just kind of give your intake of what I introduced about the bio of yourself in your own words.
1: All right, Amar. thank you for that amazing intro. Like they said, I am a lawyer. I'm also an empowerment coach. Right, I practiced law for about seven years full time before I went of counsel to do contract work so that I could be a coach and service people this way. And it has been the most amazing life shift for me to follow the desires and passions of my heart. So I want to empower other people to do the same, right? So that's like the quick and dirty version of me. Like you said, I'm a podcast host. I'm a coach. I'm an attorney. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. So a large part of what I do is try to make sure that I bring all of who I am to everything I'm doing so that other people can feel comfortable doing the same.
0: Well, absolutely. Well, Your energy is contagious and you do make people feel a lot comfortable. But I want to jump into, because I brought you up previously on a podcast about what you've done, where I feel is a big taboo. Now, just what Erin just said right now, Erin is an attorney. Erin went to law school. Erin had it made in the shade. When I tell you made in the shade, she accomplished, she had her goals, she accomplished it, she crushed it. But then Erin... Was working for an amazing, amazing company, amazing firm, got made, hit her goals, achieved her dreams, and then decided to leave her corporate world because she had a bigger focus, a bigger passion. Now, Aaron, for everybody that's listening, because a lot of people couldn't relate, you had a job that paid really, really well. I mean, you had status and stature with a legal job that you were paid really, really well, you were respected really, really well, but you decided to leave to pursue your passion. All that money, all that freaking time that you put into becoming an attorney, and then you gave that up to follow your passion. There are so many people that listen to this podcast that are in a job that either pay comfortably, and they are just like, nope, this is the way it goes. I worked so hard for it. I went to school for whatever years, and then they end up being miserable. So right off the bat, what the hell are you thinking, girl?
1: (laughs) So I want to start by saying to anybody who feels like they're in a similar situation, it was not an easy situation for me. I mean, An easy decision for me to make by any means, right? And you mentioned the fact that it was for me to pursue my passion. I talk about this more on my podcast. More importantly, it was for me to pursue the desires of my heart. And for me, the desires of my heart are things that not only I put there, but God puts there, right? And so for me, it was pursuing a passion, yes, but it was answering a calling right? So before I was an attorney, I was a writer. I am a writer, right? Poetry was my first, first passion. And I kind of directed all of my creative energy into practicing, right? After three years of law school, going four years of law school and business school, college, what used to be a creative, right? And therapeutic hobby for me became something that I completely channel into my professional life, which made it no longer a stress relief, right? It made it no longer a a refuge for me. So I had completely stopped writing. And then over time, I noticed myself just getting increasingly more uncomfortable, right? In In my job, in my skin, I just couldn't get settled. And so I'm praying, I'm asking God, I'm like, hey, look, What's up with this? Like, what's going on? I'm doing everything you asked me to do, right? I've gone to school. I've gotten a job. I'm doing the thing. I'm helping the people. What's up? Why am I feeling like this, right? So it was October 2nd, 2020. I was sitting in my room. I was doing my devotionals. And something said, you should write one of these. And I was like, I know you lying. Uh Uh-uh. God (laughs) is not talking to me. Eh? Not me, not I said the cat. I was like, but I know that I haven't been writing in a while. And this is probably a good way to get back into the habit of it. So I'm just going pursue law the way I've been pursuing law today. And I'll circle back to this when I'm in a space in my career where I feel like I can slow down and tend to it. But that that feeling, right? That discomfort never went away. And I've come to learn that sometimes we're unhappy or we're uncomfortable because we want to do what we want to do. And God wants us to do something else. Right. And for me, that driving force is God. For somebody else, it may be, you know, your heart won't let you do things that you don't feel as passionate about or your gut is not setting, setting well with you or Whatever it is, but when when something doesn't feel aligned for you anymore, no, long, no matter how long it has before, you're, you're not going to be able to find that balance that you once enjoyed. And that's something that I had to come to realize. Until I pursued what was on my heart, right, that which God put there, then I was not going to be able to feel and experience the peace that I wanted to feel and experience. Yes. So I chose peace.
0: You chose
1: peace, coins. Say
0: that again. I'm sorry. You chose. I. We had an overlap. You chose peace. What? I said. So I
1: chose peace over coins.
0: I think peace over coins. (laughs) That is that is so (laughs) amazing that you said that because that's not what we're taught. We're taught in society that we are going to go to school. And then we're going to rack up this debt. And then we're going to get this amazing job. But because of all that debt, we're going to be paying back that debt. But at the same time, we are also told that, hey, like we follow the money. The money is what creates the dreams. And you said pretty much in a nutshell, faith over fear essentially is what what your choice was. Is that accurate?
1: Yes. Yes. Because money isn't the only way to define success, Amar, right? And Mm. that's the biggest issue is somewhere along the lines we started defining success by how much money someone has. But to me, success is defined by how great someone's impact is. Yes. And what I know is that if you're great enough at what you do, you can make a lot of money doing it. Like money shouldn't be... The people that mop the floor for the NBA games make $80,000 a year, right? If you are good enough at what you do, you can make a substantial amount of money doing it. But more importantly, if you're doing what you feel good doing, what it feels good to do for others, the level of energy, right, the quality of life you experience is better than if you're doing something that isn't aligned with what you feel is for you and you're making a lot of money doing it.
0: Yes. And the thing about it, too, that I want to add is that, you know, like this is this is a big issue. I wish I had the stats. I pulled them up the other day, but. I think it was over 70%, Aaron, where they said 70, 70 to 75%, I'll just say 70%, I'll, I'll under in this estimate, are just content or like miserable at their job. 70%. And the thing about it is that they just don't trust faith God the universe their gut whatever whatever way it is Aaron calls it guts I mean Aaron calls it God some people say follow your gut some people call it the universe other people have different whatever whatever highest you know power you you worship amen to that we're not we're not judging here but the the question I guess that I'm going to ask you is that there are people also that are like it's not fair. I never had my break. You know what? I went to law school and I am miserable. I am miserable, but I'm a lawyer. I got the stature. I got I got the the street cred right now. Like, you know, that's something big. And you've been very open. You are you are a powerful powerful woman that's an African American that is has broken barriers in everything that you've done. Let's be honest. You are just crushing it, kicking ass, taking names. But You could have been like the majority of just many people, all shapes, different sizes and colors that are just scared to take that leap of faith, that trusting in themselves, trusting in God, trusting in the universe. So it's like, for you, what do you think was the first step when you were, once again, accomplished your goal, hit that peak of where you wanted to be, all of a sudden, right, you had that little change of flavor. And you were like, I don't know where it is. So anybody who's in limbo right now, who's talking themselves out, because sure as heck, I still do. What's your advice to them?
1: Faith without works is fear. If you believe that you can do something, if you know, I talk, so many of the people I work with, right, say things like, I know I can do it. I know if I put my mind to it, or if I, devoted, if I could devote the time to it or if I could devote the energy, I know that I can do it. They're just all these other things that are preventing me from doing it. Though All those other things, no matter what label they have, procrastination, time management, discipline, all of those things usually somehow circle back to a fear, right? I'm procrastinating on doing this because I'm anxious about the result because if the result isn't perfect then i won't get the outcome i want and if i don't get the outcome i want i'm petrified of how i'll respond to that fear right so when you believe that you can do something but you don't believe that you can take the action into doing it it's fear that's preventing you from doing that and so a large part of what i do is help people call out that voice of fear right explore Those overtones I just mentioned, like procrastination, you know, poor time management, people pleasing, right? All those things, you unpack those and you'll get to the layers of fear that are really holding you back. And once you can start addressing those, then you're in a better position to step out on faith.
0: So pretty much what you're saying is action cures fear, Mm -hmm. right? Right. But the thing about it is that we rather just sit in our heads all day and just talk and talk, talk ourselves into a circle. I mean, we we both know that the brain always goes towards the negative and safe. Remember, we are our brains are built to keep us safe and comfortable. That is why when we want to go outside of our comfort zone, we freeze, we talk ourselves out of it. It's because the brain wants you to be safe. But let's, let's switch gears over here, Aaron. You are It's a funny thing. You are just a wild, wild child girl. You are (laughs) love, love, love your energy. Now, Erin, you know, as I said, she lives in Louisiana. And where are you from again? The Maryland area? I'm from
1: Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, by way of Jackson, Mississippi. And I live in New Orleans, Louisiana.
0: Nola, shout out. So all right, Erin. So you have a beautiful, beautiful son. You have an amazing husband. And People, I, I just had my wife on the podcast, you know, the other day, and she, you know, the, the biggest, the biggest thing that we spoke about was support. The biggest mm-hmm. thing that we spoke about was like, you know, as a mom, my wife can either use my kids as an excuse to not get shit done, or she can use them as the reason to get stuff done. Now, for you, because you, let me just tell you, I met Erin and her child. I think, how old was the child? It was a couple of weeks old at a mastermind. A couple <laughs> weeks old. That's how serious Erin was about self-development. She packed up, brought her husband, brought her brand new newborn baby, kept them in the hotel room, would go back and forth, I think breastfeeding once, once <laughs> here and there, Like if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, I was last in there.
0: You, once again, even though it was challenging, you had every right to stay home, but you still showed up. So now, first off, we know how it is. People have have family and kids. People have prior engagement. People have jobs that they don't want to, because you are also working full time, but people are going to say, I don't have that time to go and self-develop. I don't have that time to go do that. Now, my wife was on the podcast and she said self-development was the best decision she made. I go on record and I say self-development is the best investment I ever made. Now, for somebody right now, because you're a freaking badass coach, for somebody right now who is struggling with the fact that they just can't get shit done. They are like, I am a mom. I am a working dad. I am a working mom. I am all over the place. And then I see you and I see my family. And I said, I'm like, you know what? Like we, we use them as the reason, not the excuse. What is your take on that? Because I am sick and tired of people not following their dreams because they're using their family or busyness as an excuse.
1: For me, what comes up when I hear that is it's almost like you're using... Your children as a shield. and you don't mean to, right? I, I want to be the conversation we're having is not like a brutalizing conversation. you are doing right? It's you're scared. and I and the reason I can say that is I recognize it in myself. While there were a lot of ways that I did push myself when i first when i when my son was young and I was first really delving into personal development, there were a lot of ways that I would use him as a shield. To allow myself to say small, right? Like I would say, oh no, I, I have to, we have to do contact naps. He won't sleep unless I'm holding him in my arms. But that also meant I wasn't able to record reels. I had all types of anxious thoughts about recording, right? I'd say, oh, well, you know, I need to, whenever Ace is awake, I need to give him my undivided attention, which means that I'm only working in the time that he's napping. Yeah, but that also meant that I didn't have to come up with content that I knew I was probably gonna read over and over and over and over again and scrutinize because I was worried about how it would be received by others, right? So in that way, it feels more like using your, your children as a shield, right? As opposed to like, I don't wanna say a sword, but if the sword, if the pen is mightier than the sword, then you should be using them as a pen, right? And that is to create whatever it is you wanna create, right? Instead of saying, I'm not able to spend time, this time with my son because I'm doing X, Y, Z, i am doing XYZ, I was able to shift my thinking into, I'm not doing this with my son because I'm going to do X, Y, Z, right? That's different energy. It pushes you in a different direction. I'm doing this because I want my son to see me accomplish my goals. I want my son to put happiness over income. I want my son to be able to empathize with the plight of others and do something to assist them when he can, right? And if I don't walk into that space, then I'm not going to be able to give him the example that I want to give him. And those are the types of things that I have to bring to the forefront of my mind. Um, That I hope resonates with you all and it's helpful for you in trying to figure that out, right? Because the happiest, most successful version of you is the version that your children and your partner want to see, Mm -hmm. right? That's the version of you that they want to be able to experience. So sometimes when you're thinking, oh man, I can't give them, I don't want to give, scratch that. I don't want to take this away now. Think about what you're offering in the future, being a parent with peace of mind, being a partner with a gentle spirit, being a parent who feels fulfilled, being a partner who feels joy and is able to fully experience that, someone who's able to be present, right? That's the version of you that your family and the people who love you will benefit from most. And that's why personal development is such an important investment to make. Because you can get there eventually. but if you don't take the time to be intentional about your investment and your personal development, it will take you a lot longer. you don't know how much time you have to become the person you want to be for the people you love.
0: Yes, I love that. And I love that you said intentional because the the thing that I see, you know, you know what I do with 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 the mentorship and everything is that I hear all the time about, hey, you know, I joined the program. I joined, I joined the self-development program. Now everything fall in my lap. Everything now, that's it. My life is fixed because I joined. And the problem that I see is that the reason why a lot of, a lot of any, anybody, I'm not going to say coaches, because that's not fair to just, just niche them, the coaches, people, anybody in occup- occupations, I feel the reason why they do not succeed, or they do not move forward. You know, in their life is because they're scared. I go back to fear again. I'm just going to say fear. They blame, you know, they they, they blame everything in their mother, but they're not looking at anything for themselves. So when they go and they sign up for a self development program, they join they join your program, they join your other programs, right? And then they feel okay. I invested in myself. That means. Where's the magic pill, Aaron? Give me that magic pill because i I just i I paid money and now you you know where's my happiness? So right. what's your thought of that?
1: well, this is this is my immediate the immediate thought that comes to me is that what I wish people would understand about any coaching program, especially one that's run really well, is all your coach is is a reflection of who you are. Back to you, right? They're reflecting whatever your answers are, reflecting those thought patterns back to you. You still have to ultimately take the action to make that shift, right? Right. What we do is hold you accountable to keeping the promises that you said you were gonna make to keep to yourself, right? We hold you accountable for making those shifts in habit that you haven't been able to make before. We hold you accountable for those things, but you are still gonna have to be in a position to do them, right? And so I think that as I tell people, whether they ultimately become my clients or not, that is the most valuable piece of coaching, is showing you or helping you see what it is you need to work on. But ultimately, you have to be the one to put in the work. It's like, Amar, you're a football guy, right? It's like, it's like watching film. Right. The reason why film is so impactful is because it allows you to focus your isolation, focus on certain isolated movements. Right. Without the distraction of how you feel in the game or what you have going on in your mind or the pressure of wanting to win. Right. You can isolate everything else and look at what it is you need to work on. Right. That's what a coach does. Run film. Your coach says, "Hmm, this is what I heard you say without the emotion, without the anxiety, without the coping mechanisms. And they allow you to see what it is you're really working with. We allow you to see what it is you really have to work with. But you got to be the one to decide what you're going to do.
0: Yes. You're the one that actually has to prepare for the film. You're the one that when, when, you know, as you said, game day, it's like, you see what they do on the field, but it's. You know that's only three hours. It's what they do and off the field each and every day, 10, 12 hours of t- preparation, watching that film and making sure they're able to show up one hundred percent prepared. And that that's just a great, great, great analogy. So yeah, thank you for that. So now I wanna I wanna jump into your podcast because your podcast, you know, it, it just started, it took off, it's amazing, and you know, Erin, Erin is raw and vulnerable, and and that that's what I love about her. She's just a badass. So. Can you tell the listeners, okay, first off, what's your podcast about? And then what was, what was your purpose of starting it?
1: So my podcast, I'll start with what the purpose of starting it was. There we go. So back when I I first first off,
0: I told her a million times to start it and she finally got it like years later, but we'll, we'll leave that part out.
1: Yeah. Amar, (laughs) let me, let me throw this plug in before I even try to answer the question. It is so important to surround yourself with people who are intentional and insistent upon seeing the best in you. Truly. I was like, no, I'm supposed to write a devotional, Amar. I told you, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And Amar was like, girl, you need to start a podcast. You can write a devotional and start a podcast, but you need to start this podcast. And he was one of the people who him and a, and a, I am so grateful for our community, right? I I would be remiss if I didn't say that Amar was one of at least 20 people at any given point in time that was always pushing me to do my best and be my best. And if it weren't for a support system that encouraged me and saw a gift in me that I didn't really see that way myself, I don't know that I would have started the podcast when I started it right? And starting it as soon as possible is what's important to reach as many people as possible because I'm no different from you. Every day that I didn't have my podcast was a day that I wasn't reaching somebody. Mm -hmm. And every day that you don't use your gift is a day that you aren't reaching somebody. So before I go any further, I want to thank you, Amar, for pulling me out of my shell so that I can start reaching people the way I know I've been called to.
0: Well, that was beautiful words. I received that and I feel that. And I'm glad, girl, that you got it going. (laughs) So now, what was the purpose of it, girl?
1: So, said all that to say, (laughs) the purpose of the podcast was to give people the personal development tools that they need in order to be able to get more intentional about their personal development journey on their own. And a large part of that Self-reflection comes in journaling and writing, but so many people don't journal because they don't know what to write. They feel like I'm sitting here, I'm writing things, but it doesn't work because they don't have any gauge of what they're supposed to be doing. So what my podcast does is offer questions that people can use to do meaningful self-reflection in 20 minutes or less, right? And it's 20 minutes or less because you have 20 minutes. And if you think you don't have 20 minutes, check your screen settings on your iPhone. See how high your screen usage is and you'll see how much scroll time you spent and know that you have 20 minutes to pour into yourself.
0: Hashtag facts.
1: Right? So the purpose of the podcast is basically to say, look, self-reflection requires journaling. Journaling is a necessary part of self-reflection. You don't have time. You don't know what to write. I've given you all three right? So that's my goal is to encourage as many people to self-reflect and write as possible so that they can uncover some of those things that are holding them back and get more clarity on what they want moving forward. So they can step into and out on faith.
0: Yes. And the cool thing is, is that like, I'm one of those guys that are like journaling, I'm not going to (laughs) want to do that. And I didn't realize that when I finally was open-minded and I Put my ego out the door, I realized that I was able to like, this is why I'm living this life right now is by finding out what I truly wanted when when I actually all those noise in my head about how ridiculous is journaling, how ridiculous is journaling, Finally, I was just like, let me give this shit a whirl. <laughs> you know, let me give this a try.
1: Yeah.
0: and 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 that's what I think. So people who who contemplate, should I do it? Should I not? It's amazing. And then you have to have to have to check out Aaron's podcast. So Aaron, as we wrap this up, First off, time flies when you're having fun, number one.
1: I know. I'm like, it's over already. <laughs> I'm
0: like, damn, I know. <laughs> but as we wrap this up, please, please, you got, I know you got a crazy waiting list. I know you got a lot of things going on, but share with the listeners what, you know, what you have kind of coming up, what you have kind of coming next, and where they can find you. I know we're going to have everything in the show notes, but kind of let them know where you're at, girl. All
1: right, listeners. So I am preparing to launch my next group coaching cohort in June. I am also planning on, I'm actually in the works of starting a retreat. So we're going to have that later this year. Yes, that is fairly new information. You guys are the first to hear. So look out for that towards the end of the Breaking news, breaking (laughs) news. Uh, But right now I do have availability in my one-on-one coaching program. So you can schedule a discovery call with me by going to the link tree that's on my Instagram at Aaron R. Hawkins. And also check out the podcast, right? It is the Off The Record Podcast. O-F-F-T-H-E-E, Record Podcast. And it is on all platforms. Such an
0: attorney label, Off The Record Podcast.
1: So it has music, we talk about God, culture, and of course, writing prompts. So catch me there. And that link is also at my on my Instagram at Aaron R. Hawkins. And so we I look that. forward to engaging with you all soon.
0: I know. And that we'll have we'll have it all on the show notes as well. We'll make sure we'll have the link tree. We'll also have the, the Instagram as well. So, Aaron, I have to thank you so much. First off, for just I know you and I were going back and forth on schedule. We we're able to make this happen. <laughs> I had to have you on here. Need that energy, need the people to see who you are, and need the world to know who you are. So I just want to say thank you so much, Sister Bear. You are the amazing, amazing, amazing friend and family member. And as you said, strong circles are what's going to get you stronger and further in life. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you
1: for having me, brother bear. I love you a lot. I will talk to you soon.
0: And that's that. Thank you so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never ever miss out and share this with your family, friends and tribes. And you think this is valuable? Share it at leaders life podcast on Instagram. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Hope you all have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.